Hello. Blue Suisse presents today's market analysis. Capital Markets Overview The S&P 500 index and the Nasdaq index closed at a record high on Monday, continuing their record closes since Friday, boosted by key technology stocks such as Microsoft, Apple, and Netflix. At the same time, due to the C-2019 coronavirus disease, airlines and airlines have reduced their losses by 55 points or 0.2 percent, because at Powell's meeting, Jones pointed out that the central bank will gradually shrink before the end of the year, while investors continue to digest the Fed dovish stance. Interest rate hikes are still far away. With the U.S. Employment Report and the ISM Purchasing Managers Index taking center stage this week, attention is now turning to data releases further to understand the strength of the U.S. economic recovery. The Toronto Stock Exchange's Standard & Poor's TSX Composite Index fell 0.2% on Monday to close at 20,595 and closed at a record high of 20,644 on Friday. Energy stocks mainly dragged it down as oil fell from a four-week high. In contrast, technology stocks performed best after Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's cautious remarks quelled concerns about the gradual shortening of the timeline. Investors are now waiting for Wednesday's OPEC meeting to get an update on future production levels and continue to monitor the preventive shutdown of U.S. In addition, the latest data show that consumer price inflation in Germany hit a 27-year high of 3.9% in August, while consumer prices in Spain rose 3.3%, the highest level since October 2012. On Monday, the CAC 40 index rose 5 points or 0.1% to close at 6,687 points which was flat with its European counterparts. The prospect of slowing economic growth and the uncertainty of the Fed's short-term monetary policy outlook still exist. Pharmaceutical giant Sanofi announced that its flagship atopic dermatitis treatment had shown promising results in clinical trials in children over six months in corporate news. In terms of the pandemic, employees of companies that are open to the public, such as restaurants, movie theaters, or museums, are now required to show their health passes every day until November 15. Finally, later this week, the nation's vaccination efforts will reach the milestone of 50 million vaccination, which is about 85% of the eligible population. On Monday, the Shanghai Composite Index rose 6 points, or 0.17%, to close at 3,528 points. As of the end of August, the People's Bank of China injected 120 billion yuan into the banking system, the largest weekly capital injection since early February. Earlier this month, as was widely expected, the central bank kept key interest rates stable for the 16th consecutive month. In the United States, Fed Chairman Powell stated that the Fed would remain patient and work hard to restore full employment to the economy but did not show that bond purchases are beginning to decrease. After U.S. warships sailed through the Taiwan Strait on Friday, the defense sub-index rose 3.7 percent, a move that China described as provocative. In Hong Kong, the stock rose by 0.42 percent. After the second meeting, Sinopec announced a hydrogen energy investment plan of States dollars Traders are now looking forward to Japan's July unemployment rate and preliminary industrial output data for the month to be released on Tuesday. Nippon Steel Corp. rose 5.27%, and Dawa Holdings rose 5.25%.
The Australian Stock Exchange 200 Index rose 16 points or 0.22% to close at 7,504 on Monday. It fell slightly in early trading. It is reported that Australia's corporate profits in the second quarter increased by 7.1% from the previous quarter. This is the first increase in three quarters. The strongest increase in a year. At the same time, in the United States, personal spending has risen for the fifth consecutive month, and all service industries have generally increased. In terms of policy, Fed Chairman Powell successfully announced his withdrawal from the monetary stimulus program in a Jackson Hole speech, but this does not mean that he is eager to raise interest rates. In terms of the CVID 2019 coronavirus disease, the infection rate in New South Wales has set a record of 1290. Prime Minister Gladys Berakian mentioned that the peak period of ICU hospitalization in October would reach its peak. In business news, Canberra is considering enacting new laws to strengthen the supervision of the digital payment services of technology giants. Traders are now waiting to announce Australia's second quarter GDP later this week. That is all for today. Visit Blue Suisse website for more analysis for free. See you tomorrow.